ஆல்டுகெதர் and when we want to make sure that two way data transfer happens between these two platforms that's when we'll make use of rest api and when i say two way data transfer what i mean is first platform's data is being sent to the second platform and vice versa so let me give you a use case and you'll understand it better that way assume we have a salesforce org and when a user opens a account record and when he wants to fetch all the tweets associated to that particular account's twitter profile or twitter handle and if he wants to dump them in a vf page or a lightning component and display to the user in the back end what we do is we try to make a call out to rest api provided by the service provider which is twitter in this case get all the results and display to the user as i have mentioned earlier either in a vf page or lightning component in this case we are trying to fetch the results from twitter platform and display it in the salesforce platform so like i have mentioned earlier we are trying to fetch the data from one platform and we are trying to display it in another platform likewise let us assume that a user posts a tweet asking the status of his case by providing the case number and when the agent has to answer to this tweet instead of logging into the official twitter account we can do the integration by using rest api in such a way that the agent replies and that too from his salesforce org and it will be posted as a reply to the respective tweet that the user has posted here we are trying to post the data from salesforce platform onto twitter platform so rest api is used in scenarios where we need two way data transfer before we start working on using rest api of any platform say twitter asana and etc we need to navigate back to the developer portal and we need to check out if a user has to get authenticated before he makes a call to the rest api in case a user has to get authenticated before he makes a call to the rest api then we need to take care of something called authentication and i did a session exclusively on authentication and i would request you to check it out if you have not checked it if there is no need to get authenticated then we would need something called api key using which we can start using the rest api and here when i say user getting authenticated what i mean is in the back end once again we'll be making use of rest api to make sure that the user gets authenticated as i've told you in case you're not aware of how to get authenticated using rest api i did a session exclusively on authentication and i would request you to check it out so in layman terms we can think of rest api as specific urls for specific tasks let us say we are interested in inserting a record in a third party platform and in such scenario we'll be given a url which we need to make use of and we need to provide necessary inputs when we make a call to this url likewise in case we are interested in updating an existing record in the third party platform then we'll be given a different url for this purpose and we need to make a call to this url by providing the necessary parameters and then before we try to understand more about the rest api architecture we need to understand few things like what is a request and what is a response 
So I'll try to throw some light on these things. To start with, let us look at what is a request. Whenever we click a link or a button or when we navigate to a specific URL in a browser, it means that we are sending a request and the server responds back to this request by sending a response. When I say sending a request, I mean making a call out to the URL given by the platform with which we want to integrate Salesforce. And in this process of making a request, we'll come across something called verb. So whenever we want to read some data from the third party platform, then the verb will be get method. And when we want to create something into the third party platform, then the verb will be post. And when we are talking about updating or replacing a record, then the verb will be put or patch. And when we talk about deleting a record, then the verb or method will be delete. So these are the few things that you need to understand about request before we continue discussing about REST API. And the next thing that we need to get a hang of is response. When we send a request, if everything is fine syntactically, then the server responds back with a response. Along with the response, it also sends a lot more other information. And one such piece of information is called HTTP status code. The status code tells us the status of the response. And along with the status code, we'll also get the response. Not only the response, we will get lots and lots of other information. And at this point of time, we don't have to understand what the other information actually means. And if you look at the URLs which are given by the third party platforms, it will be of the format protocol, which is either HTTP or HTTPS. Followed by that, we have something called the base URL, which is api.bitly.com or something of that sort. Followed by that, we'll have resources, which will be similar to forward slash short URL, forward slash custom name. And after that, we need to pass in parameters if we have to pass any, which will be of the format question mark key is equals to value pair. So this is how a typical REST API will appear to us. And then we need to make a call to this REST API from our Apex method. We need to form the HTTP request and then we need to send the request and the server gives us back something called response. And we need to display the response to the users in user understandable format. So this is what we do once after we get a clear hang of what URL we have to call to. And the response that we get back, if everything goes well, can be either in the format of JSON or XML and the mostly preferred format is JSON. And JSON is nothing but JavaScript object notation. You can think of it as nothing but a string which has got key value pairs in it. And as I've mentioned earlier, the mostly preferred format is JSON. That is because the biggest advantage using JSON is it is lighter than XML because JSON data is formatted serially and contains no tags like XML, which makes it easier to read. Because it contains no tags, it makes it easier and faster to parse also. And few other advantages of JSON over XML is JSON is less verbose and it is faster and it is also easily readable. Having said that, it is not that we cannot use XML, we can also use XML. But as I've mentioned earlier, JSON has got many advantages over formatting an XML document. And we also need to understand that we can create REST API using our Apex framework, which means we can create unique URLs for a specific task and we can give it to third-party platform developers and we can tell them that they can make a call to this URL to perform a specific task and another URL to perform a specific task, so on and so forth. So far, we discussed about making a call from Salesforce platform and consuming the REST API given by third-party platforms. Likewise, we can also make a call to this 
REST API from other programming languages or platforms like Android application or we can also consume these URLs from a Ruby on Rails application so on and so forth. So before we end this episode let me highlight few places where I have used REST API. I have extensively used Chatter REST API to give the power of automation to Chatter and I also applied for three patents on the tools that I have built when I was an engineer in uh, Salesforce and also I used Asana's REST API to manage the tasks and project management activities from Salesforce platform and also in my Salesforce integration series I demonstrated how to integrate Salesforce with third-party platforms like YouTube and Dropbox.com and if you kind of understand how to take care of that integration then I can say that you can comfortably integrate Salesforce with any other platform that will help you get a clear understanding of the underlying concepts. So these are the few things that you have to understand about REST API before we start using them or before we start integrating Salesforce with other third-party platforms. So that's all for this session and we'll resume back with one more episode. See you.